Martin Heidegger was born on September the 26th, 1889, in the South German mountain village of Meskirch, just a dozen miles north of Lake Constance and the border with Switzerland. This was a pious rural area, where little had changed for centuries. Heidegger came from a background of small farmers and craftsmen. His father was a master cooper and sexton of the local Catholic church, his mother a farmer's daughter from a neighboring village. Martin showed an early interest in religion and seemed destined to join the priesthood. After high school, he became a Jesuit novice, going to Freiburg University on a church scholarship in 1909 to study theology. But soon it became clear to him that his main interest was in philosophy, and after two years he switched to this subject. This was a brave decision, as it meant that he lost his church scholarship but it was already evident to the university authorities that he had exceptional talent. He was given a small grant, which he supplemented by private tutoring. In Heidegger's school years, there are no tales of escapades or the usual scrapes in which students become involved. Young Martin was intensely preoccupied with spiritual, philosophical questions— the earnest country boy was deeply unsettled by the manifestations of the modern urban world that he encountered in Freiburg. This may have been an out-of-the-way provincial city, but the nearby Black Forest attracted a constant stream of cosmopolitan tourists. The citizens and students of Freiburg prided themselves on keeping up with the latest intellectual and social trends which were sweeping Germany. During the 1890s and 1900s, the country was undergoing an astonishing transformation into a major industrial power. When German unification culminated in the founding of the German Empire in 1871, 70% of its population had been living on the land. By 1910, this had fallen to 40%. The old traditional rural Germany in which Heidegger had grown up had remained largely undisturbed since medieval times. Now it was giving way to modern cities where automobiles, electrification, and heavy industry prevailed. All aspects of Western culture were becoming urbanized. Philosophy, too, was undergoing an analogous crisis. Since the beginning of the 19th century, Germany had prided itself on providing the leading European philosophers, such as Kant and Hegel. They had produced all-embracing metaphysical systems which explained the world and everything in it, including humanity. In many ways, these systems had begun to take the place of God. It was Hegel, not Nietzsche, who first pronounced God is dead. Such systems were a way of viewing how the world worked. They were grounded in metaphysics, that is, in beliefs and assumptions that lay beyond our experience of the physical world. Metaphysics literally means beyond physics. But the tradition of grand and immensely serious metaphysical systems like those conceived by Kant, Hegel, and even Schopenhauer had come to an end. Gleefully, Nietzsche had exploded this inflated tradition of systematic philosophy with pinpricks of epigrammatic wit before scandalously dying of syphilitic insanity in 1900. For Hegel, God is dead had been an insight. For Nietzsche, it was the basis of his entire philosophy. Since then, the preeminence of philosophy had been undermined by science and its new sibling subject, psychology. 
There is an illuminating analogy here between the contemporaneous process of art being undermined by photography. For many, scientific truth had begun to supplant philosophic truth. In 1905, Einstein had produced his special theory of relativity. In this, the long-standing philosophical problem of time was simply reduced to the fourth dimension in the space-time continuum. Philosophy had become mathematics. Worse was to come with quantum theory, also described by Einstein in 1905, where light could be regarded as both a particle and a wave. In other words, light was solid matter and an immaterial motion simultaneously. Scientific reality.